Welcome to this week's edition of the Wipro Cybersecurity by Cybersecurus podcast. I'm Evan Schumann. Few technology trends in 2023 have generated as much conversation and confusion as has AI in general and generative AI and large language models in particular. Most of the media attention has focused on a handful of public models, including ChatGPT, Bing Chat, and Google Bard. Those public models have serious cybersecurity nightmare potential, such as the leaking of sensitive information and having it potentially given to direct competitors. Another security problem is using generative AI to code and having the system inadvertently create backdoors and other security holes. From an operational perspective, the big fear is that the system will hallucinate and deliver wrong answers and inaccurate analysis. One approach that might materially limit these problems is by instead paying for and using a closed-loop Gen AI system. In theory, that would prevent data leakage, or at least make it less likely, and would also reduce the model leveraging low-quality data from the wild. This raises two questions. First of all, how does an enterprise evaluate and select such a service? How should the CISO routinely monitor and manage that process after it has been deployed? And secondly, shadow IT is as prevalent as ever. How does the CISO make sure that employees, contractors, and partners are using the paid-for closed-loop system, the proprietary system, and not using ChatGPT instead? The CISO and the CIO can certainly determine a policy and issue edicts, but, candidly, enterprises have a poor track record of enforcing those rules and punishing users who violate them. To help us figure out the best way to execute a generative AI strategy today, we have with us Sagat Sindhu. He is a senior partner with Wipro, and he serves as the global head of the strategy and risk practice. For the enterprise CISO today, what are the top places to start when trying to craft an effective AI cybersecurity strategy? You know, any any cybersecurity strategy around AI is twofold. One, on how you successfully use AI in context of strengthening your cyber defense response and remediation processes. But two, how to make sure AI capabilities that support business are secure. I, I think we are going to spend some time on number two here. But in both cases, you must build strategy around four typical pillars, right? Public and private trust. So make it abundantly clear to both consumers and employees how and for what AI is being used. Security of data models and any sensitive information. Completeness and accuracy of results that support public and private trust. And and lastly, business enablement from perspective of AI being a catalyst for growth to the point that you made, should we be using open uh, AI models or a closed one? And in this case, using a closed loop model serves the purpose of having that fine balance between what is good and would, uh, would support the growth of business versus something that poses a lot of risk. To achieve all of that, though, we have to start with governance that involves all the stakeholders, be it legal, IT, security, HR, and business, and a framework 
for use of AI needs to be put in place that would assess the risk of using AI in a closed loop model versus an open loop model, and then align it to certain business processes and capabilities. This is where a CISO can act as a risk-averse business enabler and then drive strategy. I think Office of Economic Development and NIST have laid down certain baselines for uh, these activities, but obviously they are being uh, worked on and refined as we speak. And last but not the least, it would be imperative to build any kind of change management and re-evaluation criteria to continuously monitor the evolution of a particular AI capability, even if it is a closed loop model, because we know that AI models tend to become better and more accurate over time and, and undergo some significant changes. Let's zero on that last point in terms of them improving over time. One of the more surprising developments this year has been that when ChatGPT released its second generation for the year, it was actually found to be a lot less accurate. It was struggling with prime numbers and some other factors, and they explained the problem that as they tried getting more sophisticated and they accomplished that, they embraced much more complexity, and that resulted in the inevitable, the unanticipated consequence. So while it got better much better at certain functions, it actually got worse in accuracy in others. So it's not necessarily a given that these systems are going to have a straight linear path to continually getting better. They're, they're going to have bumps in the road. Yeah, you're right. It's an open model, right? The chat GPT. So aside from adding more complexity into the system, we are also adding a lot more data. The first iteration was based on a certain baseline amount of data, which then got expanded on significantly. And, and, and that's where the complexity sort of evolves and goes into a multifold. When uh, you have too much data and you're not able to say what data is good for the model versus what is not good, where the biases are, so on and so forth, and that affects your accuracy at the end of the day. Drilling into the closed loop model, what should a CISO, and presumably in conjunction with the CIO, but what should these executives look for when trying to evaluate different models? Because there are a lot of uh, private models right now getting significant funding. How do you evaluate that? I think both the CIO and the CISO need to uh, look at the model in terms of the business that they are going to support. If it is a completely private model and not a hybrid model, how, how, how much data is already coming in to that model in a canned format, and then how much more data from an organizational perspective would be required to, to get it to be efficient and, and support the growth that, they, that folks are looking for versus a hybrid model, which is not completely private. I think that's the uh, uh, path that both CIO and the CISO need to take in conjunction with the business leader who they would be doing this for. But if we assume that for the moment, hypothetically, they're looking at only private models, there are plenty of them out there today dealing with a, a wide range of verticals. How does a company figure out which is better, which is worse? I think the best place for them to start um, when evaluating these models is to go down to the the design, not particularly in the sense that they were they are evaluating a software platform, but more in the sense of 
what are the human impl implications of the design? How much can the employee use it and grow over time in, um, in the platform? Uh, because ultimately, a lot of input needs to be provided into the platform to make it make it better and more efficient over time. So that's the first angle that you should uh, you should look at. And then obviously anything and everything related to uh, data security and the and the models come into factor. One of the the top issues, and, and I don't want to say concerns, but let's just say issue, has been the training training of these models. And a lot of the businesses are focusing on specific verticals. So if you've got one training for financial or healthcare, and you are in that space, how do you know that the data that you're not training on is not going to be leveraged to help your rivals, or is that not much of a concern? That's the, uh, I would say, downside of generative AI, right? Because you'll never know for sure. Uh, that's the short answer. But that's where in the, in the data model, you need to make sure two things happen. One, the baseline data model that we would assume others would have access to as well. And then second thing is whatever net new data you're adding to the model that is organization specific, that you know, sensitive data is in no way, shape or form consumed by the model and the uh, private ecosystem that you have. It's, it's harder done than, than said, obviously, but that's the uh, baseline that someone needs to uh, look at. Well, isn't it a little trickier than that? And what I mean by that is you do want the model to learn from the data you're feeding into it. You just don't want that information to leave your enterprise and go to another enterprise and heaven forbid a competing enterprise. But you do want it to learn from what you're feeding it so it can get smarter and can help you make better decisions. So isn't it, you do want it to learn, you just don't want it to talk about it. Exactly, right? You, you want to put a boundary around it in terms of data exchange and, and data leaving the boundary of that generative AI system. Uh, and you want to make sure that any sensitive data that we just talked about that becomes part of the model that stays within the ecosystem and the boundary of your uh, enterprise. And, and that's something all the private providers are talking about. One has to still believe that there is some gray area because at the end of the day, the private providers also want their out of the box, if you may want to call it that, models to be as as efficient and as good as possible. And, and for them to make it better, they need some of the other data that is not canned. What role can and should Wipro play in all of this with its clients? What's the, the value add in terms of generative AI that, that Wipro delivers? At Wipro, we already have our own generative AI capabilities and we have figured out a few different ways of, of leveraging it within different verticals and the different models that we spoke of, whether it be private or hybrid or completely public. And, and we can obviously take those learnings in the form of a COE to our clients and help them you know, position some of their capabilities that would use generative AI within that governance framework and then give them some sort of uh, understanding of you know, how much could it be open how much should it be closed? Where are the boundaries? 
and then how does the iterative process of making the model better work over time. For this week's edition of the Wipro Cybersecurity by Cybersecurist podcast, I'm Evan Shubin. Have a secure and compliant week. Thank you.